I know you've just been my cat this whole time. Uh-huh. I lured you out from the bushes. <laughs> yes. With a hot dog? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was there. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, and I was bleeding from my neck. I know. <laughs> Time is a construct. Consciousness is flexible. It's true. Watching something and I was talking about like the Etsy shop picture that should be like vials filled with blood. What? <laughs> yeah. No. We were watching Jenna Marble's uh, yeah. plant tour video she- and she had like a propagation station that was all these little vials. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was just like imagining other uses for those vials. And <laughs> I was like, like a, a whole character. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I remember. Remember when she was giving us a plant tour? Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. It was race. All right. It was race. We watched the movies. So what's the theme of these movies? Joel? This is... <laughs> Joel came up with this one. This is 90s um, female-directed horror comedies. <laughs> it's oddly specific. It's very specific, but there, we got two of them. I just I feel know. like there's a lot, like, you know, you're always just, like, running into blind spots. Yeah, totally. With like horror stuff where you're just like, oh, we haven't even touched on this. Haven't touched on this. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so what do we have like today? Interesting category. We've got The Last Supper from 1995. Directed by Stacey Title. Okay. And Office Killer from 1997. Directed by Cindy Sherman. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey, hey, hey. So had either, had anybody seen or even heard of either of these? No. I had never heard of them. Um, I s- was seeking out an episode to do, so I did, like, read the synopsis for both of these. Yeah. And I thought they would pair well. But, like, I, I hadn't, yeah. I had to, like, seek them out to find them. Sure, Like, they totally. weren't just, like, coming about naturally. Yeah. That's cool. Um... So anyway, we got The Last Supper to start. Yeah, so we tried to find this anywhere to stream it. um, And I found a fucking, it was a YouTube video. Oh, God. And it was titled something along the lines of like, oh. Cameron Diaz. Last Supper, Cameron Diaz, sexy and funny. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Uh, But it was also like, it looked like somebody had a camera pointed at a like a TV screen that was playing the movie. That they were trying to light like the TV screen. Yeah, but and then there was a huge glare right in the center. Yeah. Um and then I was like <gasps> maybe like five minutes in and I was already on the library website. Yeah. So I was just like, oh I wonder if they oh they have it. Okay, I'm gonna put a hold on it. And then I just stopped it and yeah. Glad I did that. Because <laughs> that would have been a fucking nightmare. Thanks library Thanks. coming through again. Library coming in clutch. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um. So, okay, this movie came out in 1995. Mm-hmm. These are both, I feel like, very mid-90s feeling movies. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea what this one was about. 
Me neither. And I like intentionally did not look into like pretty much if I don't already know what the movie is when we put it on the docket, I just don't look into. Me too. Um, what did you think as it was like progressing since like I kind of knew the synopsis at least going in so I had some expectation but I forgot that um, it was horror comedy (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, so I was just like expecting it to get like darker and more like like more serious yeah Yeah, totally (laughs) and it like definitely gets darker but it it hangs tight to the comedy the whole way through (laughs) yeah yeah Um, yeah uh yeah, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. There's like I feel like I kind of recognized the faces of some others. Yeah, there's a yeah. Ron Eldard who played Pete, uh, who is like the dad in Super Eight for Dakota Fanning's. Oh, or not yeah. Al Fanning. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, Al Fanning. Yeah. Al Fanning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. Ron Perlman. Ron oh Perlman, yeah, Ron of Perlman. Uh huh. Well, Bill Paxton. Yeah. Uh, um. Jason Alexander is in a split second of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The the guy, like, the head of the table always, uh, uh-huh. Courtney B. Vance. Uh-huh. Um, he's, like, in a lot of, like, TV stuff. Okay. I feel like, like I recognize Because I recognize his face, and I was just like, what is it from? And it's just like, he's in, like, ER, The Closer, mm-hmm. Master Sex, Scandal. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, he was the narrator for Isle of Dogs recently. <laughs> Whoa, really? Cool. That's interesting. Yeah. That's fun. We just saw that. That like commanding narration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And by we, we mean not me. We mean, yeah, we watched it uh, like at like 11 on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, what did I do? Because I think we paused. You went out for a little bit. I went to Winter's house because she texted me. She's like, hey, do you want to come over, get drunk, and watch The Greatest Showman? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. That sounds like exactly what I want. And then didn't you end up like babysitting some people? Yeah. We didn't even end up watching The Greatest Showman. Damn. Some drunk dude showed up. What a I'm night. remembering this now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because we like paused it for midnight, I think. <laughs> What's it on? HBO? I... It was. It might be gone now. Fuck. Or it's leaving this month. Yeah. Fuck. I, I think that's it. what it was on. Yeah. I should watch that. Yeah, totally. Anyway. So basic premise of this movie um, so we got <laughs> oh, how to explain we got this. A, we got a house full of uh, it's a very students political are... movie. Oh, I wasn't expecting yeah. it to be so political. Yeah. yeah it's super political. Um, so yeah, it's like these five graduate students that live together mm-hmm. and they're very liberal. They make that very clear. Yeah. Um, and basically they like do this thing where once a week they invite some stranger from the neighborhood over for dinner mm-hmm. um, just to talk, just to hear them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this one time, the person that um, they have for dinner is Bill Paxton because... He helps him on the... Pete? Yeah, Pete. Had, like, gotten stranded on the side of the road. Bill Paxton is a trucker. Mm-hmm. And so he gave him a ride home, and so he invited him in for dinner. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Um, And then amidst their conversation, he lets out some, like, very conservative, very sexist Because it, it starts with, like... Him and asking, racist eventually. And, and it gets there. Sexist, racist, uh, very problematic thing. It, yeah, it starts with uh, they're starting to eat, and he's like, are you guys not going to say grace? Oh, yeah, that's right. And he's like incredibly offended that they weren't going to say grace. Yeah. I'm like, all right, chill out. Yeah, you can't really come into somebody else's house and be offended. Uh, be, by offended by, by, like, by their habits? Yeah. 
and I like I get what they were like trying to get at get out with it with like uh I don't know just showing something that might like set this person off sure but yeah it does seem like the kind of thing where I mean I don't I feel like it doesn't work the opposite way like you can't be somebody who doesn't say grace and then go into have dinner in like the home of somebody who does and then be like pissed about it yeah it's like you're like, in somebody why else's are you house saying great yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, like I, I feel like just like just chill yeah like you're in, yeah if you're in somebody's house and they don't if, say like, grace and you want to say it quietly for yourself yeah like the whole table doesn't have to you don't make you don't need like you i don't, don't make everybody's rules i don't buddy. make a fucking big deal when i am in a place where they say grace i just bow my head and respect what they do and just and move on with my life yeah exactly but I don't not, know. But he can't move on from that. Yeah. So he ends up like, holding a knife to one dude's throat. Yeah. This is after he's already. He told uh, <laughs> everybody that Hitler had the right idea. That's right. He did say that. Um, Basically, and, like uh, the, the Holocaust was like not necessarily well, oh, yeah, he was didn't like, happen, oh, but if like, it even happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it like it did. <laughs> and um, oh, and that's like a whole thing because the one guy, the He's, other guy who's like sitting next to him is Jewish. Yeah. Um, which can I just say, uh, there was like this moment where he's like, Well, you're a Jew, aren't you? Like he was able to just assume it, and the guy was like, Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Wait, what how did he know? How did he know? Yeah, I was a little that was like a little weird. <laughs> But and I don't it was know. Based Maybe on it's like just physical like, stereotypes of Jewish people. Yeah, was, but I feel like, I, I'm like that I, doesn't mean I feel like I'm aware of physical stereotypes yeah. of Jewish people, and I don't feel like he like a hundred percent exhibited them. Like not that he was not like so far away from like stereotypes. But like, but like I wouldn't have looked at him and been like Jewish, oh, Jewish guy. Like yeah. no, I like that. I just didn't assume. That. Yeah, he just had such an other vibe going. Yeah, that totally. It wasn't, that it just, like the it first thing that sprung to mind. Yeah, yeah. Even if I understand what they are getting at <laughs> afterward, it was I just guess. like yeah, an interesting thing. Yeah, to me, I like didn't. Yeah, didn't quite get it. Anyway, yada yada yada. Bill Paxton pulls a knife on that dude. Says um, he's gonna kill him, and then uh, rape and murder his girlfriend. He does say that. That's not even a joke. That's not a joke. He does say that. <laughs> that's that's literally the line. I mean, something that's, that's to also that not effect. paraphrasing. That's what I meant by that's not a joke. That's not paraphrasing. That's, I mean, that is paraphrasing. Mm. He didn't say those words exactly. He said rape and kill. Okay, I feel like it was a little more eloquent than that. <clears throat> okay, um, but okay, um, and then that's the wrong movie. <laughs> Fuck. What I was like looking at notes for Office Killer, and I'm like, where are? Oh, that's the wrong movie. Okay. Then he breaks the one dude's arm. Yeah, sure does. And uh, then our like uh, main boy who he had held at knife point uh, stabs him name. in the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember either. Look up his name. Stabs him in the back. Uh, he- and they're like, they're just like, we can't go to the police. Blah 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 blah. blah. And we were all in the room. We're just Mark, like, maybe. Is that right? Mark? It might be Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all just like, nah, this was justified. Yeah, I feel like you can go to the police for this one. Yeah, like this is... So this is sort of where the movie like spirals out of control because four (laughs) of the five of them are like, we can't go to the police. One of them wants to go to the police. Yeah. Yeah. um, And they basically talk her out of it. Yeah. 
Um, oh, because I think one of the things was like uh, one of it is Mark Bill Paxton's points is like uh, you liberals always talk about shit, but you never do anything. Yeah. Um, and so basically they're like justifying it by being like, well, we're doing something. Hmm? And it's like very, it gets very flimsy at this it's point. It's very dicey. Yeah. It's real dicey. They also go back and forth on like the, okay, like if you go back in time, you're in a bar. Oh, with- they had yeah. already been doing that whole thing yeah. even before this happened. Yeah. Now they're just like, like you you're in a bar like with um, Hitler. young Hitler, like before, art student Hitler yeah, before, before the he, Holocaust happens. Before any of that shit. He hasn't done anything wrong. Do so you at this point, Hitler's already come up like two or three times in this yeah, movie. Yeah, comes up a lot. Um, and anyway, ultimately, they decide to bury the body in the backyard. And Very obviously. Pretend it never happened. Honestly, too obviously. It was like a person-sized mound that they yeah. planted like a giant tomato vine on. <laughs> that was pretty comedic. And then... Um, and then they just sort of get to a point where they're like, well, what if, you know, we just keep on inviting certain types of people? Like, yeah, green it's kind is of fun- good, it's kind of is bad. funny how they... Well, you gotta They built that. into the logic of it, you know? Yeah. Like, they... They had like a like a few scenes go by where they're sort of like talking themselves into yeah. it slowly. Yeah. It doesn't just like happen overnight. Cause I feel like this is such a like wacky premise. Oh, totally. You really need to like lead the audience into it, like yeah. logically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, step by step, let's walk through this. Okay. Like, yeah. So they're like, if okay, we know we'll just they like we'll probably do something bad or like they'd be harmful yeah. or negative. So they have these two basically like wine carafes. One is blue and one is green. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in the blue one they put arsenic. arsenic. Yeah. And uh, basically yeah just decide during the dinner from that point forward whether or not they're gonna kill a person. Yeah. Oh oh, this is uh, the way that they get to that is like they're all kind of like debating um how you would kill Hitler. Yeah. And there's this one scene where it's like the four who were all chill with like not going to the police initially and they're all kind of talking about it and basically it comes down to Cameron Diaz and what's the one dude who's like the head of the table? Courtney something. Luke. Luke? Is that his name? I think so. Um, Are both yeah. just kind of like poison. Yeah. Um, So that's how they get to poisoning him. Oh yeah, because the guy who, Mark, mm-hmm. basically is... Just like, yeah, well, I wouldn't stab them again. That was not a good time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like there was a scene after he stabbed Bill Paxton's character. He like he has the knife still in his hand and, and he's like, it's like dripping blood. Yeah, and he's like trying to and catch he, it. Like, yeah, and he's he like doesn't realize that it's happening. Then he looks down and he's like, oh my God. And he goes to like use his other hand to like catch the dripping blood. And then like oh, it's baby. like a really comical moment. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of really, like, wacky comedic moments. I felt like the casting and the chemistry was, like, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was very... It felt very intentionally sort of diverse in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like that kind of worked because it was already a, kind of like a... It's a pretty crazy comedy in yeah. a way. Like, yeah. it's pretty loud. Yeah. It's got, yeah. like, loud colors. Although, some of that, I think, is just the 90s. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was very much like an intentionally diverse group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that sort of, yeah, could be just like grad student vibe. Like you just have like all these like disparate people. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Um, I realized about halfway through this movie why it was called what it was called. Oh, my God. It, really? it took me way longer than it should have. Yeah. 
and I don't know. Like, it took me, like, past the montage of them, like, killing a couple people. Mm. <laughs> that montage was so goofy. It was really goofy. It but gets it- to, like, a montage of them just, like, going through it. It'll show, like, just a shady view from a certain person. Like, them mm-hmm. just being like, uh, you know, I gotta stop those uh, women from going into the clinic because then they're just killing babies. Yeah. <laughs> and if, like, that yeah. Mean, like, if that means, uh, like, killing the mother in the mean it, like yeah he's killing somebody else in the mean in the crossfire like so be it and then yeah like, mm. uh-huh or and like the like, and then priest who was incredibly homophobic right oh yeah he had like a whole thing about um like they were talking about aids and stuff mm-hmm. and um talking about aids being a disease and the priest was like well no aids is the cure home Homosexuality is the disease. Oh god. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it would always be one of those, and then like somebody like moving the like let's toast like yeah. let's have a toast, and yeah. then just like cut to the grave. Like, yeah. This, I think is that the first one after the priest. Yeah. Yeah. Because we get a lot of that because too. basically there you can kind of tell like so they're all waiting. There's the one who's the one female who is not is not Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Her name um, is Polly. Yeah. So Polly is the one who's been like anti this whole thing the whole time. So you can kind of tell they're like waiting for Polly's move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she has to be the one. And she's like very sloppily just like, let's do- have a toast. Let's go. Yeah. It's time she for finally hears Time en- for dessert. She finally hears enough stuff that yeah, like, she's like. She does try to give him a lot of outs. Yeah. Like, like explaining like certain things like, well, you mean this, right? Or like whatever and the he's fuck. Just and he's like, like no, nope. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do. I do remember because that was the first one right after. And uh, I don't, I think it was Mark because Cameron Diaz's character, her name is Jude, mm-hmm. uh, brings the priest guy. And Mark, like, from across the table, like, mouths to her, like, a priest? Mm-hmm. Really? And she's like, just wait. Just, just wait. Just you wait. Yeah. And he... It's a whole game now for them. not disappoint. So there's, yeah, like, a montage of, like, all these people with views they very strongly don't agree with. Mm-hmm. And, and then poisoning. poisoning them. And then the backyard just getting more and more mounds of dirt with tomato vines on <laughs> And there's, on like, them. shots from, like, inside cabinets of, like, canned tomatoes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it definitely is, like, I feel it's so staged because the very first scene they're about to have um, dinner and Jude brings out a tray with, like, hummus and she's like, I couldn't make salsa. We don't have any tomatoes. Yeah. And then they're just, there's like a scene at some point in the middle where um, Mark is just like, oh, like my stomach has been like, oof, like the last few days. And I think it's Jude is just like, it's probably all the tomatoes. Probably all the tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tomatoes are very acidic. They are incredibly acidic. You can overdo it on tomatoes. Yeah. But um, so fucking good. There was a, like a 15 year old girl yeah. that uh, they brought to dinner. Uh, oh, that was she a was big debate, 17. right? 17, excuse me, excuse yeah, me. That was a big debate. And she was suing her school for mandatory go, right? sex ed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did let her go. Because they're just like, that doesn't feel like... There was a whole debate where all of them go into another room and are like discussing it at length and kind of fighting over it. And Cameron Diaz is just like, I'm going to take you home, I'm going to walk you out, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it gets real. It gets real yeah. dicey for sure. Is yeah. the way to put it. And then there was the woman who just didn't like Catcher in the Rye. 
Uh huh. Because there's too many. It, it, there's too like f words and something else. Uh huh. On the those pages and whatever and yeah. And then the cop comes to the door. Right. Because that's a whole subplot of like. Oh yeah, there's a cop who is investigating um this missing girl. Yeah, Jenny something. Jenny. Um. And ends up finding Bill Paxton's truck. Mm-hmm. His truck has that girl's blood in it. Yeah. So now he's trying to find, or now she's trying to find Bill yeah. Paxton's character. But in the meantime, uh, anybody that she's talking to from this home is being very shifty, very oh, bad at lying. Yeah. Very terrible Constantly. liars. Yeah. So um, she's just getting more and more suspicious. suspicious. Yeah. And is like snooping around their place multiple times in a row. Yeah. yeah. So they're having this dinner. Um, yeah, they're like fighting over this. Um, she knocks at the door. Wait, this is the catcher of the rye. Catcher woman. Of the rye. Yeah, I know I remember that there was a moment where like somebody was like, like we're getting so out like, of hand. Out line, of hand. Like this one was just illiterate. The line is <laughs> she was just illiterate. We're getting out of hand. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Cause uh yeah. And then we had talked about this like right before it happened too. But like, when are we going to run into somebody who doesn't drink? Yeah, that char- oh, yeah. that character didn't drink, so she got stabbed. Yeah. So there was a ruckus while the fucking cop is at the door. <clears throat> yeah, which is absurd. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, the one of the only notes I have for this movie says, "Well, now you done killed a cop, so you're like done." Yeah, fucking Luke is... Uh, yeah, that's it in terms of hiding it. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's over. Yeah, you've fucked up too far. Although I don't... They're they're real ballsy. This is like one kill a oh, week. Oh, God. All, yeah, and they're, they're all the, like out in the open. And people know... I'm sure that people know that they invite people over for these dinner parties. It seems super lazy. It seems so lazy. And it's lazy. like none of these people told any of their family or friends where they, where they were, were going, going and then they where they were missing. never seen again. Yeah, like... Yeah. It's it the weirdest. weird. Um, but it is kind of like a kooky, like hyper-realism kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's like a moment where the cop is snooping around in their backyard because she notices all the body burial plots. Yeah, like the (laughs) fresh graves. (laughs) And then she eats one of the tomatoes and is just like, oh, it's so sweet. Uh She's like, yeah, it's what you put in the soil. Uh huh. Like, be more obvious. I'm like, be fucking creepier. Be weirder. Yeah, that guy really has a transition. Yeah. Uh, yeah, over the course. Yeah, he of seems the like the most stable one at the beginning. Yeah, like the most like level-headed. He's not getting out of control, and then yeah, and then he's becomes the most... diehard, like for the cause. And then yeah, he's the most. That's how they get you, maybe. Get you. Just being level-headed, and then boom! Yeah, suddenly you're knee-deep in uh, serial murders. Yeah. Um. So I don't feel good about it. No, who does? Mm. Um. Yeah. So they kill a cop. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how this movie ends. The way it ends is like the whole movie they've been teasing like this like super Republican talking head on TV. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman's character. And they they keep getting like fumed up in like these like interstitial scenes between all the killings. Yeah. Like over like overhearing what he's saying. So he has like He's just so outrageous. uh, It's like a political talk show show kind of thing. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Or like a, yeah, whatever, any of that. Any of that. Fox So... Luke and Pete mm-hmm. are at the airport. No, Mark and Pete. Uh oh. Was it wasn't it Mark and Pete? Or was it Luke? 
thought it was Luke because Luke and Pete, Pete were leaving all of them hanging because it was like spring break or something. So they were going to like leave the country. Maybe it was. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, Maybe it was. It was a weird thing. Yeah. It was just they were leaving. Yeah. But. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, they were fleeing. Yeah. Basically. But like not putting it in those words. And Cameron Diaz is just like, you sons of bitches. Yeah. She's like stewing over it, over her stewed tomatoes. And then they see... <laughs> yeah, they see Ron Perlman's character um, at the airport, and so they like go up to him and uh, invite him over for dinner. Invite him over for dinner, but then while they're talking uh, to him, mm-hmm. uh, he's just like kind of more normal. Yeah, he's than not they are like more he's moderate. Not, he's not like aggressively conservative, uh, conservative he's or like, anti-feminism. It's yeah, like it's like just played like, up for the cameras. Yeah, really. basically. And they're kind of arguing amongst themselves later about like <laughs> if that's like just as bad or there's a whole scene where like they're like each individually excusing themselves from the table to go talk about Jesus it. Jesus uh-huh. Christ. And it's they're all so weird and incredibly obvious. Incredibly obvious. It's so awkward. They also b- before he got there and they found out about this. Like, they're putting the arsenic in the wine and they're just like, let's just put like a little bit. Let's just go for it. And like, he dumps the whole bottle in it. Yeah. So someone wh- did it that normally doesn't put that it That normally in. doesn't do it. Yeah. Um, And Ron Perlman, while everybody's gone, grabs smells that wine that and bottle. smells it. Yeah. And is like, ugh. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. So basically, like, they all have, like, a breakthrough. They come back into the room, and it's clear there's been some crying, and the energy is weird. Um, And Ron Perlman's character proposes a toast. We never see what wine got poured into their glasses. And then they drink, and then we cut to black or fade to black or something. I was going to say, was that just how it ends? I think so. No, but it it ends with, like, a painting or something. (gasps) Yeah, that's right. Over him talking on his show. Yeah. That shows, like... But it shows, like, the multiple... Like, a table and, like... uh, However, I forget what it was, but, like, but however, it indicated that they were dead. Okay. Yeah, but it was just the painting of it, so... Yeah. It almost, like, it can suggest... I feel like it still leaves it ambiguous because it's just. I a thought painting. it was just like a poetic way to say they were dead instead of just like like. What I think it, I think it can be, but I think you can also perceive it as they are not dead, and this is him like getting out those feelings of what he wanted to do or something. Huh. I feel like you could read it multiple okay. ways, which to me just says that like it's still up in the air for me. Okay, I don't even remember how it ended, so I couldn't tell you which one I think it is. Dang. Well, there you go. Bing, bang, boom. That's the whole last movie. Yeah. Even though it was like... Anything else to say about it? Even though it was like over the top and like satirical, I felt like a lot of the conversations were like alarmingly like... It was like... It was, the talking points were almost like too real for today as it was, well. Honestly, it was yeah. incredibly topical. I do actually <laughs> I have like, one oh, other note no. that said this is too close to home. Yeah. Um, like despite the fact that this was 95, mm-hmm. it's still like, still applies. Well, it just kind of makes sense to me. And I've been feeling like this for a while, but just thinking about like, um, just people who are like middle-aged and older who are just always like, yeah, this is like how the world is. It's how it's always been. It goes in waves, bing, bang, boom, you know, whatever. And then you're just like, when you're like younger and more like fired up, you're just like, what? No, like we can fix it. We can this change is now. things. The, this thing's this happening. Is the, yeah, exactly. And then like, I just feel like 
the older I get, maybe that's just becoming jaded. But I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of how it is. Just circles of just like. Just hopefully doesn't go too far one way. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Did you guys like this movie? I had a fun time while we were watching it. Yeah. I don't think I would ever watch it again. Same. Yeah. But um, I enjoyed it. It was like, fu- it was funny and like very dark and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very dark. Yeah. Um, and very over the top, I, which is like, to me, why my reading of the ending is that they died because like, yeah. Yeah. They basically make a a bad decision at the beginning to continue killing people. Yeah. And it's just like they need to like there needs to be like retribution. Retribution for that. in some like just for the morality of the plot to mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it's like okay, yeah, like that's not the answer basically. No, totally. I feel like was there like a moment where somebody was talking about how like you know there's like extremists on both sides of things? Maybe that's Ron Perlman. I think yeah. that's Ron Perlman. His speech at the end like, is like pretty compelling. This it al- really allusion is. to you know they're they've gone too far. Yeah, and like they must know it by now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I, no, Ron Perlman. I feel like is a good choice for that role because he has just a very like commanding presence and, yeah. he can, and he can play kind of both sides of it like the more intellectual side when they meet him mm-hmm. versus and he can also play like the outrageous the like extreme like mm-hmm. yeah 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 he's cool I like him yeah me too I remember him in Pacific Rim oh yeah he's like way over the top that's yeah. like my favorite storyline and I want a movie that's like the Pacific Rim world but just the Charlie Day Ron Perlman yeah. stuff <laughs> I would love that that's the best part of that movie to me Pacific Rim was good. I don't care what anybody says. I love it. It was a good movie. I think it's a fantastic movie. It was fun. Um, All right. Do you think it passes the Bonkdol test? I couldn't find anything on it. Yeah. Um, But there was a possibility that it could. Yeah, I said yeah with a question mark because... I mean, there's two there's named Polly females. And Jude. There's also the cop. There's the cop who has a name. But the only time I can think of her talking to one of the females, she's talking to Polly, and it's about whether. Zach. Yeah, but Polly's also talking about a bunch of other things. Yeah. Oh, I... but she's talking about like her dad. Yeah. Damn. There's like a there's a possibility that it could. I couldn't find anything Definitely on it. Definitely not like and I so yeah well. like not soaring. like well. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're talking about people a lot. Yeah, so, so that makes it hard. It does. Um, but what was the other one? The Macklemore test? The oh. Macklemore? Are we going to continue with this joke? It's not a joke. I can't remember what the <laughs> name of it is. Okay. And I know that it's close to that. Gotcha. And so I know if I say that, you'll know what I'm talking about. The Macklemore. Macklemore. That just like the name doesn't sound right to my ears. Yeah, it's M-A-K-O. Is it like Mako or something? M- or? Yeah, maybe. A-U-R-I? Mori? Mako Mori? I don't think it's Mako. Mako? Well, you said it's like the female in Pacific Rim. Yeah, I don't remember how they say her name. Well, I thought it was like maybe Mako or Mako. something. I don't know. I think that would be consistent because there is a Ma character well, cause she, in yeah, Japanese. Because she, she's Japanese. That's what I'm thinking. Like so, Mako, Mako yeah. 
Okay. I just don't know. I just like can't remember I the can't, name. I can't either. And I was just sounding it out. <laughs> so. Oh, no. I'm just saying like I can't even remember what the name is. Oh, okay. So that's why I keep on saying Macklemore. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Uh, okay. It, I would say that it probably does pass that one though. Um. So that one is a female character. Who has who, a narrative story arc mm-hmm. that is not to just support a, a man's narrative arc. Mm. Well, what is. I don't know what the arcs in any of the characters are apart from just like... Yeah, I would say maybe. Yeah. Because um, like the cop definitely has an, uh, an arc. Oh, okay. Cameron Diaz, I think it I has think like... I some... has one of the biggest ones. Yeah, I guess that's true. she goes I just... from like not wanting to kill to like being oh, totally true. okay well, that, with true, it. That's true, but the only thing I'm thinking is the desire to kill is to support these males around her. It's, you know what it's I mean? also just, it's mostly to support her own beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. But I just like her getting sure. there is like, she wouldn't have to get there if it wasn't for these dudes. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. That was the only reason I wasn't bringing that one up. Yeah. Um. What about the Russo test? Maybe. I said, yeah. <laughs> uh. I mean. I think um they don't ever explicitly say it, but Pete is gay. I was pretty sure that Pete was, uh, yeah. but it isn't the whole thing that it's explicitly noted. Um, okay. Well, if they have to just like come out of the closet every time it's a movie, then I feel like that's not fair. But I think that there are enough contextual clues to just, deduce yeah. that um, that he is. At least that one is. Yeah. That one. At what least was his him. Name? I would say Luke, Luke is a maybe for me. Luke, I could believe. I I would believe anywhere from like gay to questioning. Yeah. For Luke. Um Yeah, but I what's it, Paul? No, Pete. Pete. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. I so yeah. And Pete's an important story. And his arc or his story is not based on his sexuality mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. It definitely like plays um a role. Yeah. Like with all the stuff with the priest. Yeah. Um, he's like one of the biggest uh like people questioning him yeah which i think is what led me even further to believe to that believe. he is well i already was like suspecting at that point and then because yeah. of how um passionate he was about that particular issue i was like okay i loved pete in that scene after uh they killed bill paxton's character because it's like he just got his arm broken so uh-huh. it's like he's like laying on the floor there's one shot where you can just see his leg up on the table uh-huh. and he keeps just being like he broke my arm yeah and he needs to go to the hospital but also in this moment like they all need to convince polly not to yeah. call the cops so <laughs> which is like they're both very important things so it's just like <laughs> what's gonna happen right now and yeah. so he knows that he's just on the floor until they get this sorted out. <laughs> I think he was running around for a little bit going, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> He was doing a lot of wacky stuff with <laughs> that whole scene. There's another line. The, it's like near the end of the scene where he's like, did I mention that he broke my arm? And yeah. everybody's like, yes. Yeah, no, he mentions it quite a bit. <laughs> it, he's yeah. incredible in that scene. His comedic timing is really good. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. That's actually kind of why I'm like, oh, I can see him growing up to be the dad in like Elle Fanning's dad and Super 8 yeah. like there's just like little like micro things that he does where I'm like yeah I can see this being the same person yeah uh did we already talk about if we liked it yeah oh yeah we liked it I've got the hiccups oh god 
Do you want to talk about Office Killer? Yeah, I want to talk about Office Killer. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. None of us had ever seen this movie before. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yup. It came out in 1997. It's got some bigger people in it. It's got um, Molly Ringwald in it. Carol Kane. Carol Kane. Oh, yeah, Molly Ringwald was in it. Is she Doreen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Molly Ringwald. Mm-hmm. Um, Harold Kane. I know the actress who's who plays Nora. Yeah, Janine Triplehorn. Yeah, she She's in Big Love. She's in Big Love. Barb. Barb. Yeah, totally. God, remember Big Love? It's a crazy show. What if Big Love, like Joel and I watched all of it and I feel like it uh the entire way through, like every single episode, I was like mad and done like ready to just like divorce (laughs) you know what i mean and then at the um when we were watching the series finale i didn't know we were watching the series finale and i bawled so hard (laughs) well it's like one it's like that weird thing it caught me way off guard and i was like oh my god that's that's it that's (sighs) that's the end (laughs) like you didn't care about it at all and then all of a sudden i was like i I was furious the whole way through and then i was like hung over from missing it (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, it's it's a really turbulent show emotionally it is a crazy show it's just sort of like picks at you it really does like all this like like marriage times three (laughs) (laughs) that's what's about a polygamous family got it uh it's a a man bill paxton right yeah and his three wives is one of them nora one of them is nora that's his first wife his second wife is played by um her name's like jennifer goodwin oh yeah Mm. and his third wife is chloe sevigny oh yeah damn um and it's interesting that's those dynamics dynamics. Yeah. yeah They're all living in close quarters. The and pilot episode, it's like going from like him going from house to house, uh-huh. like <laughs> being with the wife. In uh-huh. some, like, but they're also like within way. a community where polygamy is not is like frowned upon. Oh, so they're hiding out. So too. they're hiding it too. Gotcha. Um, That's why they have like separate houses. Yeah, it's a really, uh, it, it's quite a show. Yeah. If you want to just be, like, really upset for a while, that's a good <laughs> show to watch. Yeah. Uh, but I do think about the finale a lot, and it, it definitely, it gets you there. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Office Killer. Office Killer. All right. What happens in this movie? Um, There's a magazine, there's a magazine. called Constant Consumer. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is a meta title, kind yeah. of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Constant Consumer. And um, it's not doing so hot. There's cutbacks and things mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, every everybody pretty much, I would say, like ninety percent of the people are just trash bags, just <laughs> pieces yeah. of shit. Yeah, um, just monsters, just real fucking sacks of shit, real assholes. Real I feel like besides assholes. like Doreen initially, Doreen initially, Nora, Nora, Nora to some degree, yeah. And uh, like the one dude who like uh, has known yeah has known Doreen for her whole life. Oh, that guy, not that. Like that guy. I forget what his name is. Oh wait, which one's Daniel? The computer dude. Yeah. Computer duder. He was okay. God damn it! I hate us. (laughs) That was so Um, annoying. He was all right. Wait, did he do something wrong? Not really. 
he was actually like pretty upfront about everything. Like when people were like shit talking various people, he's like, I don't know about this. Like, yeah. So he was pretty good all the way through then. I like, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I was talking about the other, the dude yeah. who'd known her for a long time. Anyway, um, so it's, de- oh my God, this movie is like so stylized. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I was saying it's kind of, so like the credits are kind of like film noir type um, things, but <coughs> then it's like, I don't know if there's like a word for this, but I feel like I've seen other films that are kind of like this where it's like hyper realistic, but also dirty. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Like kind of gritty kind of stylized yeah uh like the voices or something the voices where it's like stylized but also dark in some way yeah totally like stylized pretty in a way because it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of this is just like production design is like tans and pinks and Mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. and like the film almost looks like it's skewed a little pink pink. yeah there was um, in some cases yeah and then there's like yeah, just interesting color combinations. Yeah. Nighttime was like blue on the outside. So the inside the office was like warm orange, mm-hmm, pinky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like. I liked, um, there's like a scene in the very beginning where it's Nora and what's Molly Ringwald's character? Kim. 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 Nora and Kim. And they're just like bickering with each other. <laughs> yeah. But like it felt like the camera was far away and that was just them like it just seems so natural natural yeah that's yeah. what I liked and was that's like, probably just that they're both good actors totally but like it seemed very they were just like ooh, yeah just like being bugged yeah. about something and like yeah, there was, you almost didn't know, need to know they what were, it like, was about yet doing it in this like office way where they were just like oh nice eyeshadow oh nice shoes mm, huh, like nice. theatrical yeah. kind of yeah. just like being like jerks to each other but like have to there's be nothing like else to do. nice at the surface because it's an office yeah mm. yeah um I uh I have a quote go ahead uh, it says, you're a lifesaver. And then I wrote, as she wheels a laundry cart with a dead body away. <laughs> so basically what happens is the magazine is not making any money. Mm-hmm. So they're cutting back like most of the employees from full-time to part-time freelance, I think they even said. Oh, fuck. Um, so like they're working from, from home yeah. partially. Yeah. Damn. But like part-time coming in. Uh-huh. And... Uh, they're also getting like new computers at the time or something. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of weird. Or wait, that's like oh no, they're training yet. them on computers because they're going to be working from home. Right, more. right. So they're training them on computers. So that's like a whole dynamic in this, where like whenever a particular person in the office goes missing, Doreen's able to send an email, email as them. Yeah. Because yeah. um, the first, what's the? Do we know the name of the first dude that she kills? It's uh, it's an accident. He sucked. Yeah, Mr. He, Michaels or something. Mr. Like Michaels. That? Yeah. Mr. Michaels. Yeah. No, he had this voice that was just like. Hmm. Also, like everyone yeah, wrote, was have everyone had a cold or everyone was getting a cold. Yeah, and it was insinuated that he, he started was the cold. Fucking multiple people. Or yeah. Kissing. No, there is a point where like somebody says like stop kissing everybody in the office. Yeah. Yeah. So like he was doing a voice with like a cold voice, and so was Nora. Yeah. Like. Hmm. 
That's why she sounded so goofy, like, half the time. But it kind of fit this, like, hyper-stylized kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I referred to him as uh, this nasal voice, pedo-stash-having motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty much him. I feel like if this were remade today, um, that guy would be played by Adam Driver. Yeah. <laughs> I figured yeah. you were going to say that. Really? That, that yeah. sounds... Yeah. 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 That's right? a sentence that I feel like I knew that you were going to say. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Huh, that's weird. Um, okay, well, I guess that means it fits, though, it right? It works. No, for sure. Um, Who would everyone else be? Oh, okay. Who's, who's, uh, Nora? Nora. Ooh. Hmm. Damn. This mm. is a hard game. I feel, I feel like, like I, I know who I would want to play, like Doreen. Ooh, who? Emma Stone. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like she, especially after seeing her in The Favorite, like yeah. getting her real, getting, getting to see her get real conniving. That'd I'm be like, interesting. Yeah. I, I could see her. As, and I could see her in a similar type of like stylizing, like thinking about mm -hmm. what she looked like in, um, I think it was Battle of the Sexes, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. she's more like minimal makeup and they really kind of make her hair frizzy and stuff yeah. and like. Yeah. Just really kind of make her look like low contrast. Sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Okay. Nora, Nora would be like uh Emma Watson doing an American accent. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Okay. Kim. Kim. Oh. Kim would be like Brie Larson. Brie I was gonna say Sophie Turner. That'd be an interesting move. I could see yeah. that maybe. Yeah. And uh, who else we even got? The mom. Oh. oh. God. Uh, oh. Um. Like Jessica Walters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and then like the like the owner of the magazine, like the fucking real fucking glam looking oh, motherfucker. Oh, damn. Yeah. Who would she be? Or like, uh, what's oh god, what is her name? I gotta, I gotta figure out. Should we recast the Last Supper real quick? Probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fun. Probably. Uh, let's see. Mark, I feel like could be um Jason Manzukis. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. Okay, if we're going this like comedy route, like this, <laughs> like just this brand of comedy, um, uh, Polly is um. Kate Berlant. As Polly. Yeah, I just yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. she does like straight and serious like really well. Really, yeah. Like her whole bit is her like, whole thing is, is like, like her pretending whole to be like a, like a piece of shit character or a different character on stage. Like it's always like an act of some form. That's you, that's what I'm saying. Like her whole brand of comedy <sighs> is like not breaking from the joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's up? I remember the act I figured out the actress's name that I For would, who? Uh the like the boss. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh yeah, totally. I want her. <laughs> yeah, okay. I could see that. I could not for the life of me remember her name. Um Pete could be uh Johnny Pemberton. Holy shit. <laughs> That'd make things so different though. <laughs> well what kind of Pete would you want then? Mm, uh like uh Rory Scovel. Yeah, yeah, that would work really well. Um, do you, did we already say Luke? Mm -mm. No. Okay. Are those the two that we need right now? Yeah, Jude and Luke. Okay. Well, it's mm. like it has to be relatively young. They're all grad students, right? right. So. Yeah, I was thinking like uh, Chadwick Boseman for Luke. 
Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like he plays like the... Like, like, like authoritative. Level, yeah, level but like headed, level-headed. But also I feel like he could get to like the... the, the like the stern crazy. Yeah, probably. Because like you there. almost need him to be a straight man for like yeah. the comedy. Yeah, because his, his like anytime he's goofy. comedic, it's because he's being so serious. Yeah, kind of. and Chadwick Boseman yeah. is a very serious actor. Yeah, like can be. Yeah, yeah. And so Jude. Oh, dude! You know who else? Like, um, for some reason that made me think of like. Chance Bennett and um, Slice, but <laughs> yeah. him as like Pete. Yeah, right. Yeah, wouldn't that be hilarious? That would. Yes. Damn. Um, I would love that. That would. Be I feel incredible. like that'd be pretty good casting. Yeah. Okay, we just need somebody for Jude. Hmm. I'm trying to remember like what Jude's like defining characteristics were like. Well, she's very um uh stubborn. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, she was sort of like the. She's. Like the most left kind of side. Like she seemed real extreme in a way. Um, in a way, I would say more so she was just sort of like an alpha presence. Okay. I feel yeah. like her and Luke a- were constantly kind of like battling for battling, the alpha yeah. status. What about like Gina Rodriguez? Is that her name? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Like could- Jane the Virgin? Yeah, and she was in Annihilation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could maybe see that. Or like a Tessa Thompson. Kind of like stubborn. Maybe, yeah. I, I really love those two. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. So that, eh, those are all right casting. We'll work on this. We'll get better. <laughs> we'll keep uh, going we, back to it every episode. Should we every just do time. this every time? Okay. Yeah, we're like going back to like, we're like, okay, we should, now recasting the last we should, supper. If yeah. we do it again, we should prepare it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Because really that took way too I much time. I thought of a, a better Doreen. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Joe Firestone. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Joe Firestone like is Doreen. Yeah, <laughs> right? She's like a young Whoa. Carol. Yeah, that would be incredible. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I love Joe Firestone so much. She's, she's awesome. Honestly, like so funny to me. But she's got similar energy to like yeah. a character that or, like, like Carol um, King. The play. girl who's in AP Bio. Like that <laughs> similar energy, but like yeah. that girl's slightly younger. Yeah. Uh, her name's like Ashley something arm. Yeah, uh, she's incredible in AP Bio. <laughs> No, she I is like her. my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, yeah, okay. So anyway, like she's working late one night. Her computer's making a noise. Like the bot, Mr. Like, Michaels. Mr. Michaels mm-hmm. um, he is like going to fix her computer, but also out, is, like trying to make passes at her. And then she's yeah. like, "I'm not into it." And then he's basically just like, "Oh, you think I would ever want to be with you?" And so yeah, she, he's like, like pulling that classic, classic move. move. Uh huh. It really is. Just like it honestly acting is acting <gasps> like he was never interested in the first place. Yeah. And then just like forgot I had this. Mine's charging. She goes to the bathroom to like <laughs> blow some time while he figures out what's going on. He's like in the wall. She comes back. He he's blind in the wall. Well, he's in the wall figuring out with the wires. Yeah, like, totally. He, it's just like on the, the ground. saying it that way. Just. He's in the wall, you <laughs> He's know. Inside of a wall. Yeah. Cat in the wall. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> well, now you're just talking my language. So he like blinds her with like his flashlight yeah. accidentally, and then she falls back and hits like some switches, the switch like a breaker box or something, whatever the fuck, and like he Electric gets yeah zapped. And she's like, "Whoops!" Whoopsie. So like that one, the first one's an accident. Yeah, but then yeah. her decision to hide it. Listen, that's though. the. Listen, hear me out. <laughs> I really like Doreen the... was a ticking time bomb. It's true. She I, was uh... she was gonna snap at any moment. She just needed an out, 
kind of. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Uh, I was looking up like people on the IMDb for this movie and I read the synopsis just now and mm-hmm. it's hilarious mm-hmm. to me. It says uh, a mousy office worker accidentally kills one of her coworkers then proceeds to bump off a few others. <laughs> <laughs> that is what happened. Yeah. I just like the, that they use the phrase bump off and bump yeah. off a few others. Um, I, I did write a note that just says, damn, they went there with the Girl Scouts. Yeah, I got a note about, because uh, when they were like talking to her from the door, she yeah. was te- like telling them what the Girl Scouts are. And she's like, an yeah. organ... A group of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like bails on a difficult word. She yeah. ba- completely bails on the word <laughs> the organization. The Girl Scout does? Yeah. That's so cute. It's so yeah, cute. Just the way but like then, a kid will, But like... then Doreen's being like so suspicious because she's like, yeah, they're like, do you want to buy some cookies? And she's like, yes, my father, my m- mother, my mother loves those. Like, Come on she in. can't figure out who, who likes <laughs> what. Are you? What's your problem? Yeah, yeah. like what's happening? Uh, uh, it's so they, shifty. Yeah, they kill. They are ballsy enough to. Well, like, they don't show her killing them. You're just sort of left to assume it. But then, then they uh, show their heads later yeah. in, the, in her dungeon. I feel like a little basement. <laughs> at dungeon. first, the movie seemed really concerned with uh, always giving you a justification as to why this person was being killed. Yeah. But then eventually it just kind of spiraled out of control and was like, yeah, you don't have to have that good of a reason, do you? Yeah. yeah. Like... That's what this these two movies have in common, for sure, is like, the first murder... Was an accident. Was an accident. And then from there, they just find ways to logically justify it until eventually they're just kind of killing without even justifying yeah. it that much anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, getting real loose with the murder. Yeah, she the, ends, yeah. She ends up killing the uh, the glam woman. Um. Yeah. Like the, was she like the boss? The boss. Yeah. The main boss. Um. And, to, and she's in her dungeon and makes comments about how like oh these nails are incredibly impractical and then proceeds to pull them all off. Huh. Which uh is possibly the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <sighs> Yeah. It didn't feel good. It it's, feels terrible thinking about it. I'm like pushing down on my nails just to make sure they stay attached. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not nice. There's other gross stuff. Um, like oh I my God. referenced the uh, cleaning the torso or whatever she, she oh thought she was doing. She just puts some Windex and then like doesn't she like fall into it at some point? Yeah, it's just. No, that's. Uh, oh, is that later? N- Nora at the end. Oh, that's Nora at the end. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, she puts some Windex and some tape on it. Yeah, and then Nora falls into it later, much which later. is like honestly like she fa- yeah she falls like hand first and like just puts her hands through. I don't want that like ever to happen to me in my life. IMDb <laughs> trivia thing about like how the original script had a lot more of that kind of like oh really like gore and yeah. stuff, and the director was more interested in sort of like. The not, psychology. Yeah, like what she's doing with them down there, not like how she's doing it. Yeah. Damn. You know? Yeah. Like, because yeah. it is interesting. She's like making this whole like scene. It's Diorama. very like Bates Motel like where it's yeah. just like m- moving, you know, a dead moving person around, around, having, around having some play time. Jack built kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. totally. Kind of shit over here. Oh, Except man. it probably smells so much worse because at least uh, they were in a freezer. In yeah. The house that Jack built. That's true. Uh, and the whole out. time, like, Kim uh, is on to her. Trying to tell everyone, basically. Yeah, like, but one by mostly one. Mostly Nora. Yeah. Just like, 
she's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and everyone's just like, she's just and a Nora's sweet just old like, person. Yeah. And then she attacks Kim in the Yeah, the stairwell. first time, so the first time we um, watched this, I wasn't paying that good of visual attention because I was painting. Because you weren't intending to stay up through it anyway. I was not, and then I accidentally did. Yeah. Um, but, so the first time through, I was just like, come on, like, Nora doesn't deserve this. She hasn't done anything wrong. So it wasn't until, like, this, Joel and I watched it um, this morning mm-hmm. just to refresh and... There is a moment um, you pointed out where she notices that Nora is embezzling money, mm. yeah. um, which I didn't notice before. So, like the first time I saw it, I was just like, "Man, like Nora's Nora. too." F- Nora was nice Nora the whole was way nice through, to you. and Nora was nice the whole way through. That's true, but she was also embezzling money, which I'm not saying is a reason to kill somebody. Um, but, but by Doreen's it, logic, it may have led to them being part time or being tight on cash, though. Exactly. Mm. So. That might have started the whole thing. No, totally. And so, like, by the killer's logic, yeah. um, like, a, there is a go. reason she for go. it. It's not just Girl Scouts who don't deserve to yeah, die. Yeah, on Earth? Yeah, that one really blows my mind. Oh, yeah, that's, like, another element that these two have in common, too, where they're just, like, um, killing people where, like, people will notice that they're gone. Yeah! Um. <laughs> yeah, and doing a bad job of like hiding. hiding just, it? Like, oh yeah, Doreen constantly like she'll kill so somebody suspicious. and then she'll email as them. Yeah, to like try to throw pre- people off. People. I I feel like she like um at times was trying to play this like I don't understand the computer, and then at times was like the computer expert. Yeah. So like she wasn't doing a good job of hiding that. Yeah. Because I feel like you just play up being computer illiterate longer if. Yeah. You're trying to go that angle. Yeah. But then she's the one who like fixes Nora's computer when it's acting crazy. Yeah. But then acts like she doesn't know how a spreadsheet works. Like, I don't see anything. Or how email works. Yeah. Like, because then later Nora's like, like, oh, did you email email me? me? And she's like, oh, I haven't quite figured it out. But it's like, bitch, you were the one who got her computer to stop. You gave me a speech about like how How computers computers... are like children or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a weird move. It's a weird move. And she's, Oh, yeah. Like, she has, like, weird responses to certain things. Like, her mom dies. Like... Oh, yeah. yeah I did write a note about natural her. causes? I think so. Her mom's very old. Yeah. Like, can't walk. Yeah. She's, like, mostly bedridden. <laughs> they keep mentioning that she's crippled. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, um, I, probably natural causes. I do have a note about the breakdown she has when her mom dies. Yeah. Because she is hysterical and then gets like really angry with her mom, and it's a all the whole, stages of grief. Yeah, it's a whole lot of emotions all at once, which I feel like that scene as an actor is probably very exhausting. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed yeah. real crazy and like good in that way, where it was like still watching a comedy, but then like you're like, whoa, this is actually a little dark. Yeah, a little, like, like dramatic. This is oh, it's pretty real. dark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, it's like the voices in a lot of way where it's like. Yeah. Just regular person killing a bunch of people, keeping the bodies around. I loved the voices. Justifying it to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, the voices is really good. That was another movie that I showed to people and they obviously didn't like it. Huh. Obviously. Yeah. Not obvious to me. It's got a talking dog and a talking cat. <laughs> That's very entertaining. It's it's so magical. Didn't It's kind of like if uh, Disney made a murder movie. Kind of. You know? Yeah. A little bit. I had fun. Um, did what? Didn't, I, f- I feel like I 
saw or I knew at one point. Didn't Ryan Reynolds do the voice of both the cat and the dog? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that that was an actual piece of information. Because they're like in his head. Yeah. But I just, I couldn't remember if that was like an actual thing yeah. or if I just made like that made up. that up yeah. in my brain. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you like the voices, you'll probably You're like probably this like movie. probably like The Office Killer. Because it's like, it's definitely not as like... uh bright and shiny but, but like it's a similar vibe it's similar vibes for sure and it centers around a lady 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 um yeah it does get really dark there's a moment too when the um like paramedics or whoever it is who are coroner who's like bringing the her mom's body out of the yeah. house mm-hmm. they like comment on how it smells like death in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah. Because there's a bunch of decomposing bodies in the basement. Yeah. So basically what ends up happening is, so Daniel is the one dude. Yeah. The, like Nora's boy. Nora's yeah. boo. Boo boo. Boo boo. Um, he goes over to Doreen's house because Nora is missing. Mm-hmm. And what's... Uh, Molly Ringwald's character Kim. Kim. I knew it was a K. God damn it. Was like strangled in the stairwell. Right. Like and, by her. And Kim has been crying Doreen this whole time. Yeah. So Daniel's like finally checking it out. Kinda. Yeah. Like kind of too little too late. A little. Yeah. Um, But she's acting hella suspicious and he hears Nora screaming from the basement because she ain't dead yet. Yeah. Um... So there's like a whole kerfuffle of like Doreen kerfuffle, goes a good way to, to like what a good word yeah goes to like deal with um, Nora, but then Daniel's like not very far behind, right? So like, and then like Doreen catches Nora between like her washer and dryer. Oh yeah, and is and like taunting knife. her with like the knife back and forth <laughs> on like yeah. the two of them. Yeah, and again being like super weird where like Nora's being like incredibly like heartfelt and like honest and just being like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry for anything, you know, yeah. like, and like Doreen back is, is just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just like ridiculing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, whoa, this is like creepy. Yeah. 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 Creepy definitely. Thing, She's yeah. like off the rails. Yeah. For real. Um. So Daniel tries to like get her and then get stabbed. And then he gets like sliced, doesn't he? Uh, something. He gets jammed in the belly for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I just didn't remember if it was a stab or if it was like a swipe. Across. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, he, comes get, he gets hit. He's hit. He's hit. hit down. He's bleeding. Yeah. Um, and then what happens? I kind of forget. Then I don't she... remember how this one ends either. I think she kills Nora as well, but maybe off screen. I forget. Maybe, and then it ends and then with Kim her, like... tries to, like, call the police. Yeah. Because, like, no one's answering, and it seems just suspicious as hell. Yeah. Um, But then, like, Doreen basically sets fire to her place. And the then she's, come. like, driving into the sunset, oh, and it, like, yeah. ends with her just <laughs> Doesn't being, she have, like, like, a wig on or something? She's uh-huh. got a new hair. With, like, yeah. an, an office manager job in the newspaper, like, circled uh-huh. in yeah. red. Yeah, just yeah like, I remember that. I'm going out of this town. Yeah. Like, <laughs> See you later, boys. Basically. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like, and it like does this thing that I feel like a lot of movies I remember from the 90s doing where she's like, they're like going <laughs> off and then she's like, has like a voiceover monologue yeah. kind mm-hmm. of that she's doing that's like, 
maybe an office near you. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like it's 40 right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh no, she's real. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, like yeah. She splits the fucking movie theater screen. It's like, I'm here, bitches. <laughs> oh my God. In every single showing. <sighs> That's so exhausting. Damn, that contract. How much is she making to do that? She better be never having to work again to have to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. Damn. Damn. Did you guys like this movie? I had fun. Yeah. I feel like, again, yeah, I had fun. Probably don't need to watch it again. Yeah. yeah. Probably good I on I feel it. That, like that, too. Like, but I also, be... if someone's, like, looking for kind of, like, a unique like horror film recommendation depending yeah. on what their yeah. depending on what their tastes are this could be really well suited to somebody yeah, yeah totally you know what i mean well, like like we we're saying like if you like the voices you'd probably enjoy this too cuz it's similar yeah, kinds in, of vibes like, thematically thematically similar if you like stylized but like not too gory yeah like, yeah but it is but like, like it, it's not it does not have gore. gory it does have gore but it's not like a slasher movie where it's yeah. like at every turn yeah um, you know, pretty much just like, uh, you know, some standard fair murders. There is a molestation backstory of with the father. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I guess I just really blocked that out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I try not to remember that. I guess. And as a like result, the guy she who plays her dad crash. in that flashback is an actor that I know. He looks really familiar, yeah. And he looks like the guy who plays the brother in Everybody Loves Raymond, kind of. Yeah, kind of. I'm going to look up. Yeah, but I don't know if you guys like, were, if you were watching a lot of Everybody Loves Raymond. I know who you're talking about, but like but he also it's not looks that guy like, because like that, that guy looks a lot like a guy who is um fuck, he's in something that we've seen recently. See, the actor is Eric Bogus Bogusane? Yeah, okay, I do know this actor. Oh, he's in Succession. He plays Gil. That's probably what I'm thinking. Oh, and he's in The Get Down also. In the Rebel and the Rye, it's got your boy Nicholas Holt in it. What? The Rebel and the Rye. Okay. Rebel in the Rye. Oh, he's in Scrubs. Doctor Gross. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, he's also in a uh, Blade Trinity. Cool, cool, cool. Which cool. I have seen. He's in Charlie's Angels. Uh huh. Full throttle. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. You know this dude, right? Do you know who we're talking about just on name alone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I felt like the casting for young Doreen was kind of bad. Me too. Terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't, I don't. It didn't, it didn't. Like it resembles her at I all. lost all sound. It's back. Uh, Cute. Thanks. Wouldn't be a Blood Sisters episode. We keeping that? No, oh, Danny's cutting it out. <laughs> Uh, Danny's increasing the volume on it now. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see about that. Guess who's Danny? (laughs) Danny's making a dubstep remix of it. Oh, I hope so. That'd be cool. (laughs) You're Danny? You've been Danny this whole time? Either me or Joel has been Danny. I know you've just been my cat this whole time. Uh I lured you out from the bushes. (laughs) Yes. With a hot dog? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was there. I remember. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're like, and I was bleeding from my neck. I know. <laughs> Time is a construct. Consciousness is flexible. It's true. Um, do you think it passes the Bechdel test? 
I do. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like it does. I don't have confirmation on it, but there's so many main female characters. And most of the time it's like Kim and Nora talking about Doreen. Yeah, or, or like business like yeah. magazine stuff. Uh-huh. Um, or there's a lot of computer conversations. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nora and Doreen. Doreen talking about clothes and computers. And yeah. Yeah, so totally. Her past. And, and how she's sorry. Uh-huh. Yep. Her past. She's sorry. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Um so it does for sure. Flying colors. Uh the I think it passes the Makamori one too. You think it passes the Russo test? Um no. 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 I don't think it does either. I don't think there were any clearly gay or LGBT anything characters. Yeah. That I was aware of at all. Anyway. Um Although maybe Doreen could be. She's just reclusive. It's hard to hard to could know. Could be ace. Yeah, it could be. Which is what the A stands for, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could um be. could be. Just also like thinking about like she didn't get along well with any dudes. Yeah. But I mean, like who does? Oh, although she did supposedly well, she had a cry. Anyway, that doesn't was matter. hearsay though. It's all hearsay. There's no confirmation on any sexual feelings on any, her part at all. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. And passes the Tariel. She's yeah. good at her job. She is. Well, she, she is, is good, good at her, at her job. job. Yeah. That's totally. True. That was a whole like plot line where like men were assuming she wouldn't know s- stuff about computers. Yeah. And like just the fact that she was very competent, it just seemed like a sort of emphasized point. Oh, they made it, like, very clear from the beginning that she's very good at her job. Yeah. Like, yeah. the been, introduction to her is somebody bringing her a paper asking... They're just like... If, like, like which form of this word would we use? And she's like, it's which, not... Uh, this or the, whatever. Uh, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also, there's another error in here that you didn't even know I was looking at. Yeah. But I am. But I am. And then, so that's, like, a good point. There's, like, um... A point where there's a certain article that um, I think it's Mr. Michaels needs to have done. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so Kim assumes because he didn't come in or like whoever assumes because he didn't come in that it's not finished. Yeah. And then the bosses are basically like, oh, no, it's done. It's great. Like it's her just doing all this work. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's fucking good at her job. She's probably the best one there, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they set her up to be, like, kind of, like, uh, a character you can pity, where it's like, oh, she's good at her job, and people aren't nice to her, and she has to take after her mom, who's, like, not great. Oh, the fact that, like, Kim didn't believe that she hasn't, like, a bedridden mom that she's taking care of was, like, really shitty and weird. Yeah. Yeah, her just being like, oh, yeah, right. Like, she just, like, doesn't believe Doreen for one second. Anything that Doreen's saying, but, like... (laughs) No, some of that shit's true, though. Some of it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I guess it's like both sides of it because she's not believing anything, but then Nora's believing everything. Yeah. I could see this movie being and like... And so you see like where the faults lie in both of those. Yeah. You could see this movie being... Like uh, like low-key cult classic or yeah, something. Yeah, you know? totally. The way it's so like... I don't know. It's got like goofy lines and like yeah. just like very gimmicky moments. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that's kind of the vibe they're going for. 
like a, a cult, cult classic. classic. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's hard to develop one, I feel like. I feel like that's similar to people being like, well, we're trying to do this video and just like <laughs> we wanted to make it viral. Video. Yeah, and you're um, like, that's not how that works. You're like, that's not it. So it's like, no. yeah, we're making this movie. It's a cult classic. Well, that's not quite okay. how that works. <laughs> but you know what I mean? There's certain things that you can engineer into a movie to try to like push it in that direction. Sure. Like having I mean, it's kind already of low like, budget, clearly. Yeah. But like having sort of like these gimmicky comedic moments. Yeah. Um, like, or like characters that are like over the top in certain ways, like Mr. Michaels with his fucking voice. Yeah. His cold voice. That you yeah. can't help but make fun of whenever oh, he talks, yeah. you know? Yeah. Can't help but mock that I can just hear voice. people like repeating that like yeah. in unison together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dang. Those is a couple movies. There are a couple of pretty good ones. Do you know what we're talking about next time? I don't. It's a very exciting one. Is it Get Out of Us? It's Get Out of Us. Hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. But we still haven't seen Us yet because it's not out yet. But, but it will be in the future. It'll. It will be by the time this episode comes out. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, It'll be old news by then. Oh, really shit. Enough. You're right. I've ruined, ruined the movie magic. I thought it would just barely be out, but then we reorganized things. Yep. Damn. Well, anyway, that's going to be a new ass movie. So I'm so pumped. I uh, I know somebody that went to the premiere at South by Southwest. Yeah. And she's already just like, dude, I want to talk to you about it so much. And I'm like, dude, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm but, like, wait until well, I can actually see it. But I'm I like, do want to. I'm talk. like, I want to see it, but I and I know I'm going to want to talk about it. Yeah. But just like, let me see it first. Let it come out in Austin first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. What did happen? Um. Yeah. Well, maybe we should uh make something to eat. Hell yeah. Maybe some tacos or something. Oh. Hey. You're the taco. Hey. <laughs> oh, Lena, you beautiful little bitch. That's true. God, you're gorgeous. Isn't she beautiful? She really is. She's I... getting thicker, I think. She is getting thicker. She's less sickly these days. <laughs> yeah. It was this getting... episode is sponsored by Toblerone. <laughs> 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 Toblerone. Grab Try. your own. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Is that their real slogan? I don't know. Yeah. I'll look Toblerone, it up. get at us. You can license that. <laughs> um, Let's see what Toblerone's slogan is. I wish we were sponsored by Toblerone. Sponsored by Vaseline. <laughs> Erica wishes we were sponsored by Vaseline. Do I? Is that true? You're just slathering it on your lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do use their lip product a lot. Yeah. This is not sponsored content, by the way. No. Sponsored by anal beads. <laughs> generic, generic. Generic anal beads. Generic. <laughs> Not the brand name kind. Yeah. Oh, Make God. Make sure they're lubed up, kids. What is the fucking Toblerone slogan? God damn it. Hey, Siri, what's Toblerone slogan? Okay, I found this on the web for what's Toblerone slogan. Take a look. Take a look. What does it say? It's uh, this one just says uh, it didn't understand Toblerone. It's <laughs> Tobler own. <laughs> so I don't this, think this is gonna be right. This one says Toblerone, the airport chocolate, which oh, I don't think is right, but is right. <laughs> sure. Slogan. Blood Sisters, sponsored by fucking. In and out. We're sponsored by In and Out now. Oh, I wish we were sponsored by In and Out, dog. Yeah. That'd be so good. What else are we sponsored by? 
Paprika. <laughs> Just the spice. entire spice. <laughs> There's a spice board, I bet. For, yeah. Uh, paprika. Sp- Lena, would you sponsor us? Sponsored by the nation of Morocco. <laughs> right? Sponsored by guitar Ghosts. strings. <laughs> <laughs> We're sponsored by a lot of generic things, <laughs> like the broad category of something. Yeah. Not sure who's paying us exactly. No, none it's, of them. It's like Is a that lobby. part of sponsorship? Sponsored by yeah. those fucking dinosaur planters. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. They're from Target. <laughs> they were so <laughs> <good>. <laughs> That's uh, my Wiz Khalifa laugh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, does he have any energy to do anything? He's barely got enough energy to laugh. Maybe he's saving it all on he's not laughing and saving his energy for other things. <laughs> How do you just not laugh? <laughs> it's like it's like he's an alien and he knows what laughing is supposed to sound like. Yeah. And he's just mimicking that. He he's just like hasn't gotten books. good at it yet. <laughs> he learned it from books. That's where <laughs> he's he learned never about heard laughing. it pronounced. That's where he. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, laughter's weird. Laughter is weird. <laughs> what even is it? <laughs> what is laughter? It's like yeah, like <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's leave on that. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Blood Sisters is produced by Amy Holston, Erica Holston, and Jolie Nahosa. You can hear all our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what we're doing, leave us a review on iTunes. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and on Twitter at Drunk and Scared. Email us at bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com.